1: That's promo code doyou O -O U one zero for an extra $10 on the free Upside app. Get cash back for doing you with the free app from Upside. Hey guys, have you checked out 336 Daily? Did you know that
2: sometimes, in fact, pretty often I've been recording it in my car while driving to different job sites? That's how easy Anchor is to make podcasts. With Anchor, you can record your podcast and edit your podcast and upload your podcast all in the Anchor app. And then it makes sure it goes out to iTunes and Spotify and wherever you need to put it. it. They take care of everything, distribution. They help you with advertising and getting in commercials. Check out the Anchor app. Go to the app store and download the Anchor app for free or go to anchor.fm to check it out.
1: Have you heard? The birds? the word. Section 336, the next generation of Baltimore Sports Talk.
3: Today on the show, we will discuss uh, the latest happenings around uh, Joey Rickard. Could he be the next guy sent down? Who's going to be the next guy sent up? We got all your news here covering all your Vegas Golden Birds news on this episode of Section
1: 336. Let me
3: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to Section 336, the next generation of Vegas Sports Talk. I am your dearly stuttering host, Matt Soroka. As always, I'm joined with the zany Bert Rowdy. I can hear those casino bells ringing from here. And the button lever, Josh Soroka.
2: We always try to stay up in front of whatever the trend is, and we got we to get a little head start now. On, we uh, are going to be the uh, first the official Birds.
3: Vegas Golden Birds podcast.
2: Yep, let's hop on it now
3: yeah uh we'll, we'll be the first um but you know as i was reading that intro yeah. we're, we're kidding about the vegas birds but I, and i was talking about like I Joey thought, rickard
2: i think people know that we're kidding we're gonna get to how stupid that rumor was in a yeah, few minutes but
3: after i started talking about like Joey rickard and, and what's gonna yeah. happen with him i thought oh going to vegas might not be the worst idea
2: <laughs> and hey vegas might get a team might just not be the orioles and maybe joey rickard can get another turn
3: yeah uh but welcome to another episode of Section Three Three Six, um, in here in uh, Josh's uh, studio, and we have Bert, uh, rep- who's representing Rockville. Rockville. I'm not Rockville. <laughs>
2: Rockville Parkville, you mean? Parkville. 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 Coming right.
4: live over the Squadcast, whatever that is.
2: Yeah, that's our, that's our new uh, Skype replacement because we're. Oh, it's we're,
3: called the Squadcast. Yeah, we're
2: gonna try. We're testing out something called Squadcast tonight, which is basically skype designed for podcasters
3: they should at least get that t going and call it squat cast
2: (laughs) well yeah but we were trying see we talk we start almost every show now with something technical that's going on with our podcast because we've been having so many changes lately but uh we're trying to get our our sound better when we're remote in this case bert is at his home and doing the podcast because of some miscommunication
3: uh, pro- probably on our end. Yeah, you know what I think happened was. Yeah, I think it was Silas' fault. I think it was all my right. son's fault. See, what happened was is we all went to the game on Saturday night, right? And by the way, we saw Dylan Bundy pitch a, a good game,
2: a great game, best we've yeah, seen Dylan Bundy games. in at least six months.
3: Yeah, I I almost stayed for the whole thing. Well, and that would only have been what, like two hours and twenty minutes. That it was a fast game. Uh, that was a short one. That's how every baseball game should be. Uh, yeah, but, I heard it, it was
4: over by 925.
3: That yeah, sounds about awesome. right. Yeah. Uh, So so that was great. But anyway, uh, we got there first, and I brought my son Silas, and he sat in Bert's seat. Yeah. And so Bert sat right behind us, and he was mm-hmm. kind enough to let Silas sit there because I didn't pay for a ticket for the little guy.
4: And, and shockingly, there was an empty seat behind us. Like, I couldn't believe how right. uh, how lucky I was that there was an empty seat available.
3: Oh. Yeah. Well <laughs> Bert, actually the orals aren't very good and not very many people come. I I'd be facetious <laughs> and Maybe if
4: I wasn't coming over the squad cast you could catch my sarcasm.
3: But 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 that was actually a pretty big crowd on Saturday. And it, they, was, it, it was Star great. Wars night.
2: Outside yeah. of opening day, it was the biggest crowd we've seen. And the first time we saw a win.
3: Yeah. yeah. And they went all out with the Star Wars stuff. I don't get half that stuff. Uh, Burt probably appreciates more than I do, but they went all out with the graphics and all the. Did you like the Dwight Smith innings. Jr.
2: home run, Or that they called a hand Solo home run? Yeah, Han Solo.
3: Han Solo. Han Solo. Yeah, so so that that was fun. Good for them. Is and 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 they saw a win.
2: All right, and if you want to talk about Saturday night, yeah, I the, do. I have a couple of things to say about it. All right, the Orioles did something really good, and I like to point out, like the kids cheer free and the good things that they're doing for fans and communities, because there's lots of ways where they're screwing fans, but. Saturday night it was supposed to rain. Product on the field, so they just so uh, I don't know whose idea this is with the Orioles, but I want to praise this because you got to point out when they do good things until they go to Vegas. uh, They gave out free ponchos, so they gave us our little uh, bebop hat and then the uh, (laughs) and then the the poncho.
3: Even even Saus got a poncho. Yeah, I I don't care.
2: I I think it's. I don't care about. Have a you ever have you ever seen the price of a poncho at a stadium?
3: How much does a poncho cost to make? Like,
2: oh, pennies to make. It's not how much it costs to make. You know how much Ayo they baby. sell it for? It. They sell them for like nine bucks.
3: Yeah. Who cares how much they sell it for? No one. We were. We would not go buy a poncho for nine bucks. It's not like. hey, no. I'm saving five nine bucks because you guys gave me a poncho. I'm not but, buying a poncho. But it's a little piece piece of plastic. What, Someone give what me a is, trash bag.
2: What is the worst thing about when it starts to rain at a stadium, besides you getting wet? If they're continuing to play and it's a little drizzle, what's the most annoying thing all the stupid fans do?
3: Bring out their, bust out their big old umbrellas. Yeah, the
2: big umbrellas. The Orioles are saying, hey, get rid of those stupid umbrellas. They bother everyone. They, they hit the person behind you. They hit the person next to you. They hit the person in front of you. They block the view. There's a poncho. Oh, hey, It's, the- it's, it's thinking of the fans, and uh, the Orioles don't do that that often. So you got to point out even the little ones.
3: Yeah, I I hate to talk about the game during the podcast, but Jonathan VR just hit a grand slam, so that's yes. worth mentioning. Um, he's having a good year. Jonathan he's Villar. having a
2: good year. Chris
3: Davis. It's, it's was a the good thing he did because they had
4: the they had the bases loaded
3: with nobody out, and then uh,
4: two straight batters struck out on three pitches. So VR came up there and knocked them all in because the other guys couldn't. Mm.
3: That that's grand like, that grand slam isn't so O's, but the the bases loaded, no outs. Let's all that's get so out. Owes. That's yeah, O's. Yeah, but on on Saturday I brought can I just a uh, little bit of parenting advice here? Yeah. Here's what I do with 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 my son. I don't I'm I don't like taking him out anywhere because of the diaper issue. I don't like I'm uncomfortable changing him in public places. I feel like I'm no good at it. And I take him into the into the bathroom, right? Where they have the change of table. And then like I I feel like stuff gets everywhere. Like I'm digging, I'm rooting through the the bag and I can't find the diaper and then I can't find the wipes. And like, I'm just throwing stuff everywhere on this dirty floor. And then I tell Silas, like, don't touch anything. But Silas just hit this age where if you tell him, don't do something like he immediately does it. What is that? I literally, I say like, don't touch anything. And immediately he grabs the first thing he can touch. Why does he do that? I don't understand that. He's this a boy this, this is why two year olds don't drive. Because they would see a stop sign and they would just keep going, by the way. But I, here's, here's the system I do because I don't like changing diapers in public places. And then we'll get back to the Vegas but Golden Birds. Um, I This is like sometimes if I, if I, if I know I'm going to be drinking some in the evening or the night. I, during the day, I hydrate. I drink a lot of water.
2: And then wear a diaper yourself.
3: I do the same thing with Silas. <laughs> during the day and morning, I know I'm taking them out that night for a long time. So we hydrate them. All the way up until about 3 or 4 o'clock. Then I cut him off. No more to drink. And so by the time 7 o'clock comes around, he's already peed out all the stuff he's drunk. I'm not giving any fresh liquids. And he's not drinking until he gets home that night. Uh, that's so a, no diaper change. That's also
2: the way Bert went to the Avengers.
3: <laughs> yeah, he should have. That's not the way Josh went to the Avengers. See, I'm learning. I'm planning ahead. Josh probably take a pee, a, a pee break oh, the Avengers.
2: I did. I didn't make it.
3: I saw Avengers twice and didn't pee either time.
2: I, I, uh, I will take a break at a different time in the movie the second time i go
3: yeah don't even get me i've been in in, in bathroom stalls a lot lately you ever go in bathroom stalls and go to the bathroom
1: yes. yeah <laughs> is that a real
3: question Wait. i don't understand what, what what goes on in there if i go in a stall i sit down i do my business quietly i get up i get out there's so much Humping and humping and grumping and grunting. <laughs> what is going on in those stalls? That you have who to make... does number two work for? <laughs> that you have to make so much noise. It's not that serious. Lately, every time I go somewhere, there's everyone's like, like they're pushing out a freaking baby. Like just go in there, do your thing, and get out quietly. Why do you got to make a big noise about it?
2: Because. <laughs> Isn't that the world generation we're living in now where you've got to make everything about you? I mean with <laughs> Facebook and Twitter, you gotta make it all about yeah. you. Why not on the toilet as well?
3: You I know you wanna you you want a medal for, for making cool noises and pushing something big out? Like what are we talking about here? Get out of here with this nonsense. Anyway, so I didn't have to change his diaper I changed his diaper once and I didn't even need to when we were at the stadium. So that's my <laughs> that's my strategy. Nice, nice win win. Yeah. Yeah. But,
2: Silas seemed to enjoy it though
3: Yeah he sat in the seat the whole time He's at this perfect age Where he'll sit there and watch it He's, He doesn't need to run anywhere But then like he also like enjoys it So it's at a good age It's at a good age right now In like, a, in like six months he probably won't be able to sit still But right now he can sit still he watches a game. No, you didn't. Between, he's half the time staring at Bert behind him. The other half watching that, that, the game. That's
2: fine. The old man in front of us stares at Bert half the time anyway.
3: <laughs> well, <laughs> we all stare at everyone. It's um. Alex, 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 Alex and the man in front had a nice conversation about yes. uh, the Oriole bird or something. Yeah, it was a nice conversation.
4: So, but why is he at fault for why I'm not in studio tonight?
3: Oh, because me, Sas and Josh are talking about the podcast. And oh no! See, I thought it was. We were cause... talking about doing in studio, and I think you were in the seat behind us, so maybe you didn't hear the conversation that Misas and Josh were having. I
2: think we. I think Bert also. There was a point where you turned to me and said, "Is Bert coming tonight?" Oh yeah, because that was Because it was getting too. really close to the game, and so... it was
3: Star Wars night, so I thought Bert would be there early.
2: Right. I thought Silas would. I thought Alby would be there with you. I thought you'd be all in for Star Wars night. So I think we had the conversation early. Is probably what happened, um, or it could be the headphones Bert was wearing. Because a yeah. couple times I turned around to talk to Bert and he was wearing headphones. So I'm like, oh, never mind.
4: Yeah, it was a, it was a big podcast night for me. I was listening to lots of uh, <laughs> See, end game reviews. The lady and in front of us is was... listening
2: to the Oriole game. You're listening to other things. End game yeah.
4: reviews.
3: Get
2: out of yeah. here.
4: I, I mean, <laughs> have you seen the product on the field? Can uh-huh. you blame me? Uh, and there
3: are a lot of good podcasts out there and only so much time. So I don't like you with that one.
4: I. Uh, and I didn't realize it was Star Wars night until I walked through the gate and they handed me a BB-8 hat. I was like, oh, oh cool, Star guys, Wars man. night. I'm in. <laughs>
3: hey, uh, but th- that's the last time I say I'll take Silas uh, to a baseball game until, you know, the next time I'm going to take him to, to a game is? Father's Day. Father's Day.
2: hey yeah. What's Father's Day?
3: Father's Day is is Section 336, Day at the Bay. We're going to Bowie Bay Sox Stadium. Ten dollars get you a box seat to sit with all the coconuts with Section three three six. So make sure uh, what you go through our website, yeah, section three three six dot com. Uh,
2: yeah, it's been a while since we tweeted out, so we'll tweet and Facebook yeah, post we'll it. I think there's it. an event on our Facebook page. Uh, oh yeah, so and there's you know, a link at the top of section three three six dot com.
3: Yeah, and if you go to the event page on our Facebook page, there there's a link there to get the tickets. Yeah. And Ten dollars,
2: can- it's a great deal. Bring the whole family.
3: Great seats, see and see and see the baby birds.
2: Yeah, and probably last chance to see me for a while. Yeah, because the whole reason we're uh, testing out Squadcast is because I am moving to Florida, so three three six is going to continue, but not all in studio that often. Yeah, so we're going to do uh, we're going to continue like this with Squadcast or Skype or something, and uh, you two will still be going to Oriole games. I'll be watching them all on TV.
3: What's the closest baseball team to you in Florida?
2: Uh Tampa, Tampa, and Atlanta. So. I've already got plans. I'm to go with a friend and meet a friend up in Tampa for Labor Day when the Orioles are there. So if you Are see, you
3: looking through Tampa Bay jerseys?
2: Uh, no. No I
3: never supported the Tampa Bay Rays, but ever since they dropped the devil out of their name. But the Braves <laughs>
2: so I'm moving to Saint Augustine, Florida. And the Braves are four hours from there. And I could get a Siroca Jersey. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. With the extra I it. X- yeah, out the yeah. He's extra doing pretty o. good. Yeah. So that jersey it's soroka, is not soroka bud. Right, right. I think I think he just got tired of mispronouncing. I yeah. think you know what it is. It's like my mail. My mail always has an every, every extra letter in it. That's the word extra. So does yours. Yeah, I if, guarantee. If I was this a major guy,
3: player, I would make myself Sróka. Is is His name I would Mike? Add a T. Yeah, Mike.
2: I bet guaranteed Mike Sróka is really Mike Sróka but he got tired of correcting
3: people just like either uh, him or his dad did or his grandfather did. Yeah, you're right. right. Zach Britton,
2: just like Zach Britton. Exactly.
3: Or, or Mike Wright, junior, senior, junior.
2: (laughs) Except that was his (laughs) own doing. Uh, So yeah, so I, and Sarasota is pretty close. Sarasota is like three hours. So I'll be going to Sarasota. There's some baseball that's played there. Yeah. 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 It means that uh, I think Bert was still around, but he may not have been during the Oriole game when we were talking about bringing back our spring training trips. Yeah. because that'll be a chance for us all to get in studio together.
3: Yeah, me and you and Silas had a nice conversation. <laughs> bringing back the spring training yeah, trips. Yeah, exactly.
4: I was listening to a great podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so uh,
2: I don't think three three six will really skip a beat, but it'll uh, we're we're adjusting and uh, come out to Father's Day and and wish me luck on my move.
3: Yeah, sounds sounds good. So yeah, um, Father's Day, uh, go ahead and get your tickets. Speaking of baby birds. This really works out. I'm really happy with the Orioles this year. I really like the direction they're going. I like. Um, I, yeah, I said I brought my son, who's two. When do when does a young person like understand that their baseball team is winning or losing? What age is that? Like six?
2: Yeah, six to eight, something like that.
3: All right. Well, right now, oh my gosh, the, the Marva Shorebirds. All those Shorebirds players are what, like four years away when Salas is going to start caring. And they are crushing it. Do you know what the DeMarva Shorebirds record is? I'll tell you what it is because you don't know what it is. I don't, I don't no, But I, don't I
2: know, know all that analytics has been passed down to all those pictures oh, and everything. Oh, my God. They're, so they're, we're seeing it.
3: Yeah. And I was listening to an interview with uh, McCoy who was just caught up from Frederick Tabui talking about some of the technology stuff that he has access to. But no, but no the DeMarva Shorebirds are 24-4. and four. 24 wins and four Dang. losses. A winner percentage of like 8.53. That's insane, man. Uh,
4: that's good. That's, we're, we're, who are they playing against? Like single A teams? Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, but they're they're playing against guys in the same caliber. <laughs> they it's not actually, like they're playing the
3: Yankees. They actually have a bunch of veterans in their mid 30s playing against these little 12 year olds. No, right. I'm just kidding. No, no,
2: no, they're a bunch of young guys. Yeah, if you look. I, I that is the future. Those are the guys that are going to win us a World Series in Las Vegas.
3: Here are some stats. Here's some stats, all right? Um, guys, these stats should blow you away. O'Felky, I don't know if I pronounce that name right. Sounds right. O'Felky, <laughs> Peralta? I don't know how would you. O-F-E-L-K-Y. I thought, uh, I thought the wrong time
2: to take a drink of water. <laughs> <laughs> Ofelki? fogy No, o-f-
3: O-F-E-L-K-Y. Ofelky. All right, O'Felky. O'Felky Peralta. He's has an ERA of 107, but I, I don't care about the ERAs because all these ERAs are amazing. Listen to these strikeout numbers. He has 35 strikeouts in 25 innings. Blaine Knight, recently drafted, 33 strikeouts in 26 innings. Grayson Rodriguez, 33 strikeouts in 20 innings. Um, Gray Fenter, 32 strikeouts in 22 innings. Drew Rome, 30 strikeouts in 21 innings. I could go on. Tyler Joyner, 25 strikeouts. In, in 20 innings. This is a little bit ridiculous. Tim Naughton. I haven't... I've not heard a thing. But Tim Naughton? I've never heard of him. Tim Naughton <laughs> has 25 strikeouts in 13 innings. The strikeout numbers, all of them, all those guys have over nine strikeouts per inning. It's pretty insane. Half the pitching staff has over nine... Well over nine strikeouts per it, per nine, nine innings. It's, it's insane what they're doing, the pitching staff, and the strikeout numbers... Are through the roof, and it's the same at Frederick, right? Like that's that's low A, high A at Frederick. You have Michael Bowman, who has thirty four strikeouts in
2: eighteen innings. Do you think it's because these younger guys at single A are easier to uh, like listen to you and and easier
3: to coach? DL Hall has thirty strikeouts in eighteen innings. I mean, it just goes on and on. Um, I I I I I'm not sure, right? Because Grayson Rodriguez. I've heard people talk about him. They, they they say he's like a man. They say he's nineteen years old, but he's like a man down there. Um and, and DL Hall has been dominating. Even Cody Sedlock, who's had like a lot of a few rough years, he's pitching really well. Era one point nine five. Um, if you think the Orioles are three or four years away, I have good news for you. Three and four years from now, that's where all our good pitchers are in single A. So <laughs> there's a lot of question marks, right? Like we we know about prospects not work pitching prospects not working out and we know about pitching prospects getting hurt but I'll tell you what it's really exciting what's happening at Delmarva and Frederick like if the season ended right now um, for the Orioles I would call this a successful season just for the Orioles just because of what's happening in single A, because that's part of the Orioles right and that's about acquiring more talent and getting the talent you have to play better and the major league pitchers still suck and we'll get to that more a little bit later when I share some home run totals. But right now, the minor league pitchers are pitching their brains out uh, and and they're really impressive. They're really could you, impressive.
4: Could you imagine a major league pitching staff putting up those numbers?
3: Yeah, it's unheard of. It's like <laughs> it's like if everyone is is Jason DeGrom or something. It's it's yeah. ridiculous. Uh, and so who knows, right? Cuz these all are are 19 and 20-year-old kids. Right. Um so who knows they'll be, where they'll be when they're 23, 24? Uh, but you've got to be encouraged. And I don't know like how much of this is just technology. Because Cody Le- Sedlock sucked last year. Now he's really good. You
2: uh, mean an- analytics, not technology. They're not like robotic arms.
3: Yeah, but a lot of the analytics they talk about is like getting stuff on the video. Better cameras or whatever. Yeah, better yeah. cameras and all that stuff. Um, so technology, I think, is right. involved. No, analytics. I
2: know they did go and in all the stadiums, invest in more cameras and technology on that side. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's... My the minor league wise is something to be excited about but uh, in four years here's my question when D.L. Hall and Grayson Rodriguez and Cody Sedlock all get here Michael ba- 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 Bauman um, Blaine Knight all get here will the Orioles be in Baltimore
2: or Vegas or Las Vegas <laughs> uh, now, Josh you want to
3: touch on this news story well uh, I think
2: we should back up a little bit this all it all started with when was it Thursday was it Thursday or Friday that the the latest ruling of the Masson lawsuit came out and uh I guess the, they ruled in favor of the Nats this time and say that the Orioles have to pay a hundred million to the Nats. Now we know that the Orioles will end up appealing it or something and say Major League baseball pay anyone hundred million dollars. Right, exactly.
3: <laughs> he would move to Vegas before he paid anyone hundred million dollars.
2: So, uh, right. So, <laughs> so that was so that started everyone saying, "Oh, well, the Orioles are going to lo- leave because, um, you know, because they say well." the Orioles the nats screwed the Orioles with this market which they did and all but uh it's not enough. it just means that we're not a we used to be a large market team right we're now a small market
3: not we, the not the smallest market right but, but a, small a small market, market and yeah.
2: we've been saying that a mid to small yeah and we've been I'm okay saying with that, that. I'm at we're peace fine with that.
3: that i don't need to be the biggest the biggest team out right. there but i'm i'm happy with my size but there's of lots of, of orioles
2: fans who g- constantly think we are We're the same market as the New York Yankees or the LA Dodgers, and we're not. And we've been talking about that for years. So
3: in the past, we've spent sometimes like we were right. Like if you go back, especially before the Nationals, even
2: the past few years, we've been spending a ton of money. We've been in the top
3: ten spending money,
2: right? And but remember, fans don't like to don't like to read that, hear that, right? And part of the reason,
3: and part of the reason too, is because all our resources went into salary. Yes. because we didn't have an analytics department. We had no sure. international scouts. Now we have to pay someone called an international you know, when they, uh, uh, director. And something.
2: that's true. And that's something that where you say, oh, well, the Orioles are top 10 in payroll. That's just for players. Right. So that, that, Meanwhile, the that Yankees, looks good. We don't know. The
3: Yankees or, spend $51 million than us on players, but they also have right. millions of dollars spent in the analytics department, exactly. international you know, camp set up, whatever they right. do over there. So finally
2: we're starting to focus on some of that. And then, you know, fans, fans are stupid. We, we deal with fans. We understand that. Uh, I don't, three th- coconuts are smart.
3: I don't even... So how are fans... But, I don't understand why fans are stupid in this scenario.
2: Uh, because they... You no, know, because they don't, won't accept the fact that we're a small market team. But, and but, the oh, fans okay, love but, to say, Oh, well, no one's going to the game, so the Orioles are going to lose. It's, you know what? The fans aren't stupid. There's a lot of fans who are Fairweather fans. And there's a lot of fans in Baltimore who are very sensitive to the concept of a team moving and leaving. Yes. And, 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 and understandably so. Yes. yes. And because of that, they think that uh, even though it's been many years, that their next team is going to leave. Um,
3: and do you think that's a ridiculous notion to be afraid of that?
2: I think, I think that there are more things going on and, about that. But we'll get to that. So anyway, this all spilled into Saturday when Bruce Cunningham, uh, who's a host on 105.7 had on attorney Benjamin Neal as a guest because I guess it's his personal attorney and he wanted an attorney's viewpoint on this Masson stuff and uh, this guy threw out there that he's been hearing a strong rumor that an anonymous first off here's the first problem an anonymous bid an anonymous offer has came from someone in Las Vegas for three billion dollars to bring the Orioles to Las Vegas when the stadium deal ends, which happens to be after twenty twenty one right and we all know the stadium deal ends at twenty after twenty twenty one but we just assume so. So that's stadium deals
3: end all the time. They for a certain length of time. They get to the end, they renew renew it. it. This happens all the time. And we
2: know that Camden Yards. It's safe to say Oriole Park at Camden Yards will be renewed because it's considered one of the. No matter what type of poll and any type of order, it's always one of the top three to five, or one to five. It's always at the top as far as stadium experiences. It, It, it's the stadium that changed the baseball forever. Yeah, it's. Yeah, yeah that. it always gets now,
3: ranked highly as far as stadiums go.
2: So there's that 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 baseball would always want a team to play in Camden Yards because it's such a nice stadium. Uh, there's the fact that the Angelos have said many times about their commitment to Baltimore. The Suns have shown their commitment to Baltimore. But here's the other the other side of the fan argument is, which amazes me all the time, is there are still a lot of fans scared to go to Baltimore because of the Freddie Gray riots. And I thought we were past that. And I, I, I
3: don't know if that's true, but okay. I'll let you say it.
2: I w- I, exa- exactly. I was on The Athletic today where Dan Connolly was doing a little – he does – once a week or every other week, he does a like poll question and lets people answer, and he interacts with them and all. And he said, what would it take to get you to, go, to pay to go an Oriole game? And expecting people to say, like, do more promotions, do tickets.
3: Right. Give out ponchos, I guess. And I was people amazed like
2: how many people said. And you can scroll through it. A lot of people said, "Add more security outside the stadium. Add security between okay. the, between the light rail and the stadium."
3: Okay, I think there's Ro- a little bit of it, uh, like thinking that Baltimore is unsafe. I think, I think there- it's, a, it's a little bit different than just directing it is, is core, 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 to correlate it directly to the Freddie Gray riots. Right? I think no, you say
2: because the, the next, city is unsafe. Well, no, no, the, ne- the next step was people talking about how they used to love to go to the stadium uh, before the riots, but now they feel like they need extra security. And Connolly uh, okay, was handling it fine, ridiculous. and every person who said that, he'd said, I've go to every <laughs> every game, and I've never felt unsafe. Yeah, that's one of those, like, I'm afraid to fly, right. and even people, though driving to people the would argue, and, and the argument people had were, well, when the riots happened, they marched from City Hall all the way down to Oriole Park. Yeah. And How many do that Oriole again fans every night.
3: died during the riots, No, by the way.
2: we were at that game. Yeah. And remember, they, they locked they us up. They handled it very
3: well. Yeah.
2: For like 45 minutes. And guess what? If they didn't tell us, we wouldn't have known because it was in the middle of the game.
3: Yeah. No one was in danger.
2: No one was in danger. No. Um, and that's happened once.
3: Yeah.
2: And it's been many, many years. If you were scared of stuff because of something that happened once... Yeah. There's a lot of other things to be scared of, you like driving your car. You should never leave your house. Or going to work or going to a public school.
3: Yeah, don't leave your house. Right, don't leave my, your house
2: if you're scared.
3: Yeah, if you don't like riots, also don't come to my fourth period on a Friday. Really? <laughs> because it's about like that. Um, right. So, yeah, it's, that's silly. But anyway, all this to say, 105.7 had a guy with no um, credible sources right. so, talking about moving to Vegas.
2: Right, so then yesterday... Chuck Sapienza, who's the program director of 105.7. Yeah. Now, remember, 105.7 is the flagship for the Orioles.
3: Right. So they've got to But a they're not owned by the Orioles.
2: No, but they, they get paid pay to get games. Who pays who? They pay. I think it's like a two way street. I would imagine that they, both, they have
3: to pay to get they rights for the games. They pay for the
2: rights, but they also have to please the Orioles.
3: Right. I'm sure there's a lot of promotions they get from it. Right. That stuff. Yeah, so sure he
2: said bad. yesterday during so, Bruce's Saturday show, Bruce had on a 10 year. Attorney Benjamin Neal is a guest. Mr. Neal mentioned a rumor involving the Orioles. It should be taken as just that, a rumor. There are no facts to back up his claim. Uh, 105.7 allows our guests uh, a platform to speak on their own area of expertise. Guests that choose to use that platform to throw out non-credible rumors heard through the grapevine fail to meet that level. I apologize to the Orioles and their fans. We will do better. Should... uh, should Bruce Cunningham be in trouble for
3: this? Well, I think. For,
2: for not. For, because after this guy's statement, he took calls about it. Right. And everything. He, he kind of helped promote this rumor.
3: Yeah. I mean, this sounds more like uh, Alex Jones' story. I mean, I think the, yeah. you're bearing the, the, the lead a little bit. I think the lead is people still listen to the radio. I didn't know that was still a thing.
2: <laughs> oh, on a Saturday? Yeah, Yeah.
3: so congrats to you for listening to the radio. Hey, right. hey, dude, get some podcasts in your life. Um, get some endgame reviews with Bird over there. But I did
2: find it interesting that the program director of 105.7 came out to say this is not true. Why aren't the Orioles coming out and saying this oh, is I, just crap?
3: I think even because if you say it's crap, you that you add – like you're acknowledging it right so, so you think like, just... i think it's it doesn't even deserve an acknowledgement because
2: because someone from the orioles called chuck and said hey chucky you got you got to you got to pull this down i
3: think it's a little silly that chuck apologized for i it. think
2: it is too like,
3: but it but it's, it's also talk radio you talk about all kinds of stupid stuff
2: right but it's classic like orioles wanting to control the media
3: yeah yeah like if we talked about it on here and the orioles said hey you guys need to apologize for that <laughs> I said, fine, that's I'll a, apologize. I'd say, thank but I'm, you not, for listening. I'm not apologizing for all the things I said about Rakubako, but I'll apologize for that. <laughs> but I think it's all – well, and you know what? And the thing is, it's, it's, a, it's a silly rumor that has no foundation. And, in fact, the Angelos guys, um, Peter Angelos, say what you want about him, but he's been very dedicated. He's a Baltimore guy and has been dedicated to Baltimore yep. and, and still has, has his sons. So nothing there's no indication that would point in any direction to the, any of these rumors being even close to being considered no not not even considered
2: and and the Orioles, all right, so let's say you're in Las Vegas, you have three billion dollars to bring a team to Las Vegas. that's great. The Orioles aren't the team to that you're gonna grab. How about Tampa Bay, where no one comes when it's a big game
3: well, yeah, well, I mean and if you uh, want
2: to blame attendance tampa bay could you could buy Tampa Bay um
3: well oh, our dear commissioner. Would prefer to go to thirty-two teams, right? 30 and, right he's, and he's so expansion there's a reason we, is the way to go, right? That's
2: why we no play the game re- in Mexico City this week. Yes, because they want to expand. No
3: one's moving; people they'll make new teams.
2: Right? They want to put a team in Portland. They want to put a team in Vegas. They want to put a team in Mexico City, Montreal. When Pedro Angelos dies, they want to come into North Carolina. Yeah. So, yeah, Mo- Montreal. They want to go back there. So, there's no Japan. I don't. Th- I don't think They're Japan's playing there, yet. there. I don't. They <laughs> they did, but I think that was more of a Ichiro celebration. Can, can,
3: can I say before I die? I'm pretty sure there's going to be a uh, a league in in Japan or in Asia.
2: Maybe if it all depends on that tunnel that Elon Musk is doing. <laughs> yeah. How fast, that, that, how fast, that fast can I, that go? Because yeah, that's supposed to be like DC to Baltimore in like ten minutes or something.
3: Yeah, that could make that travel easy.
2: Yeah, but
3: uh, though I do love people on Twitter coming out and like. I feel like on on, on Twitter – Did
2: you respond at all to it on Twitter? No. I didn't either. It's it's too too stupid to deal with. And,
3: like, even, like, people who are worried about it, like, then we had some fun with it. I think that's fine. But, like, I feel like there's uh, the the Orioles' Twitter police when – it's, like, kind of like how Josh said, um, Bert, you're going too far when you're having hitters run to third base. Like, at some (laughs) point – Wait, what? uh, Twitter's – some Twitter police say, guys, you're going too far. This will never happen, and they set the record straight. Because sometimes the the normal people get out of hand and so the Twitter police have to come in and, and or the Orioles' Twitter police... Settle down. And say, hey settle guys, down button. settle down. Yeah, settle down. So that, that happens. Um, sometimes that when, person's racco but but not this time. When's the last
4: time uh, a Major League team was uprooted and moved? Was it the Expos to D.C.? Or was there one since then?
2: No, it had to be the Expos to yeah, D.C. Yeah, I think
3: that was the latest one. That's the last one? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, I can't think of anything else.
3: Yeah. But, I mean, you have... Uh, we live in a world uh, where the uh, Colts left in the middle of the night. We live in a world where no one said Donald Trump would be president, and he became president. So, crazier things have happened. Sure. So, to even like mention the notion I don't think is insane, or you should apologize for it, or you should be chastised for it. I mean, you can have the conversation. Um, I think it would be... Unbelievable, like shockingly unbelievable. Uh, it would not make sense on any level. Uh, and and by, by, by the way, our attendance this year is abysmal. Do you know where we yep. rank in attendance? Out of 30, uh, out of 30 baseball teams, 30 baseball cities.
2: 28. Because I saw that White Sox game, and there was no one at that game. Tampa Bay's always low. I'm going to go 28.
3: We're at twenty six.
2: 26. Yeah. That's not bad. I'm I'm very happy with that. <laughs> Considering we're the worst team on the field. You you know who below-
3: I'll take. Pittsburgh,
2: Kansas City, Tampa Bay, Miami. All right, on none of those teams. Well, all right, Miami sucks. They're like in full rebuild. The rest of those teams should be gr- should be pulling more people out than the Orioles.
3: Well, Pittsburgh, Kansas City are in rebuild. But Tampa yeah, but, Tampa Bay is first in division. But don't tell me the and, Orioles
2: are leaving Baltimore because of attendance when you're out doing those teams.
3: And you know who has almost the same attendance as us is Minnesota, who's in first place, I believe. And, you know, Cleveland. Can we talk about Cleveland? Only drawing 17,000 people a game. That's only less, less than 1,000 a game more than the Orioles. And Cleveland's supposed to have one of the best teams in baseball. So get so, out of here. Right.
2: Attendance isn't a big deal. It's a It's a – National-wide thing that is not helped by crystal-clear HD TV. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Do you know who's in first?
2: For attendance? Yeah. Uh, the Yankees? They're third. Red Sox. Well, no, no. Fenway's Cubs. small, so it'd have to be a different team. No, see, Wrigley's small, too.
3: Yeah, it's that small stadium you gotta, problem.
2: You got to go with a big—Dodgers.
3: Uh, yeah, Dodgers, number one. St. Louis, Yankees, and Phillies. Then the Cubs, Ooh. number five.
2: All right. All right, so the Orioles are not— Leave in Baltimore, no, right, but
3: but as we get closer to 2021, the rumors might up, might uh, might start coming back they'll, again.
2: They'll probably renew it this summer. Yeah, it's not like it's not like a free agent. It's not like they're going to hold out. It's not Scott Boris representing the city of Baltimore.
4: No, yeah, but know. but you know what? 2021, maybe maybe we're playoff contenders by then. Maybe we go out with a World Series ring and then they move. I'd be okay with that.
0: <laughs> I'd be Just okay with that. Top. because...
4: Because they were probably never going to do it again in my lifetime if they don't do it in this region. Yeah, but
2: you're cutting that a little tight with 2021.
4: <laughs> that's true. That, that's a little too soon. That's, uh, that's only two years away. Right.
2: That's setting up for like a, a wild card loss. And then you lose the team and they win the World Series the next so year. So
4: what they're doing is they're, they're doing the NHL version of moving a franchise to Vegas so that they can go to the postseason, the championship game, uh, the championship series. Uh, like the Golden Knights did with the Stanley Cup last year as a new team, a move team. The Orioles, which will then be the Golden Birds, <laughs> win their first World Series in their first year as a Vegas team in 2022.
2: Right. Drew Forrester is saying that, uh, that this Orioles to Vegas rumor has been around for a while, but that he doesn't think it's real. He thinks it's the Orioles are using this rumor to try to get a better deal from the city of Baltimore with the stadium rights.
3: I only before this report, I only saw one person write an actual ar- 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 article about it, and it was Peter Schmuck, probably three no, years ago. Yeah,
2: saying this is crap. The Orioles here's ten reasons why the Orioles won't leave.
3: No, no, no. It was like the Orioles suck. Oh, guess what? The Orioles could leave, but I mean Schmuck right. just puts a fluff. Piece right, right.
2: Some. They need someone to subscribe to the there was, there was
3: no like sources cited. Yeah. All
2: right, but someone did leave the Orioles this week, or leave Baltimore. Well, I don't know. Oh, he did. Two guys technically left. Okay. One guy's more notable. Tell me who. Uh, John Vidalin, who joined the O's last July as the new team's COO. What's a COO? Chief Operating Officer?
4: Yep. Yes.
2: Of Business Operations. So uh, before the Orioles, he was with the Marlins. Or no, he was with the NBA, NBA, Miami Heat. That's where he was. But anyway, he's no longer with the Orioles as of last year, at last week. And no one's really saying why. He disappeared from the team's front office roster last week, along with a bigger name, the special assistant to the owner. You know who that was, Bert?
3: Brady Anderson.
2: Brady Anderson. So Anderson is apparently no longer part of the Orioles.
3: Well, that's not true. That's hashtag fake news. Here's a uh,
2: you got real news?
3: Updated tweet by Rakubako.
2: All right. All right, so the news has gotten to Rock then.
3: Um, yeah, so uh, um, Rock tweeted out a couple hours ago, being asked a lot, being asked a lot about Brady Anderson. Uh, dude, uh, this, I'm adding dude. He didn't really tweet right, this. But, we just assumed but I feel like dude. in his head he was thinking dude. Dude, he's still in the world's organization. As Michael Elias stated in spring training, Anderson is concentrating on strength and conditioning and nutrition at the major league and minor league levels. So he's he no oversaw longer... the new strength condition hires in the minors. You idiots. But I so, added the you idiots. So
2: he's no longer, but he's no longer assistant to the owner or whatever.
3: Yeah. But, but rock like, we, yeah, but there's a, if you look on the Orioles page as a list, who works for the Orioles, there's like a hundred names on there.
2: Right. Brady but Anderson it's weird that Brady Anderson was on there. there and now he was Carlos is off.
3: probably on there.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of and there's a lot of
3: like strength and conditioning guys on the Oro's website. Uh but somehow he did not make the cut. Now you hate to see that. I mean we right. have here here's who is on the condition staff. We have the head team physician, the orthopedic two orthopedists, three orthopedists, the dentist. You know the Orioles have their own dentist?
2: Wait, the dentist is on the team, but Brady
3: Anderson is not listed. An optometrist.
2: I need a dentist and I could use an optometrist.
3: And and I don't know what Can this person in specializes that? in, but an internist. Internist. <laughs> yeah, right, internist. So that, he's in charge of all the interns. Oh,
2: in charge of all the interns. Yeah. Uh,
3: he's a doctor in charge of the interns. Do the interns get their own doctor? Wait, it's a doctor. Yeah.
2: So like an internist, internist
3: called Doctor Mayor Ham. I don't
2: know. Does he take care of like internal organs?
3: You got the head athletic trainer, the two assistant leg trainers, two strength conditioning coaches, a massage ther- 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 therapist, um, but in all that. You have no list of Brady Anderson. So it's just kind of interesting. Right. Um, yeah. By the way, Director of Baseball Operations, still for the Orioles, Trip Norton, friend of the show.
2: Good. I'm glad he's still around.
4: Yeah. Uh, speaking of people who work for the Orioles, uh, you guys might think this is dumb or interesting. But, Josh, you – Let's in the find studio, out. <laughs> <laughs> in the studio down there, you, you have an extensive collection of bobbleheads and figurines and stuff. And, and at my yes. office – in Mount Washington Village, I I have a whole bunch of bobbleheads, all my little golden uh, statue guys.
2: Golden Orioles.
4: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> golden birds. Um, but as I was exiting Camden Yards on Saturday night, I was walking along the warehouse after you exit the gate there, right around where that little garden is and the old Memorial Stadium sign, you know? Yeah. Yep. And there's offices there in the warehouse, and yeah. they were closed – but all the lights were on and all the blinds were open. So I was creeping. poking my nose through the windows. <laughs>
3: Doing some creeping. As
4: one does. Snooping, some investigative reporting <laughs> right. section 336 I th- eyewitness exclusive. I think
2: I've seen you do that around your neighborhood as well.
4: <laughs> and uh, and let me tell you, all those people who work in the cubicles there in the wa- warehouse, they put our bobblehead uh, collections to shame, man.
2: Wait, yeah, because they get them all for free they got everything. Imagine if outside your office every day they were handing out bobbleheads.
4: Yeah. Well, I was, I was like, why bother? I'm, I'm just going to throw away all my bobbleheads because I can never live up to the, the interns who work in the warehouse at Camden Yards. Their collections I, put me to shame.
2: I've gone on eBay many times and looked at Oriole bobbleheads and said, oh, that one is really nice. I don't have that one. Yeah. So, yeah, no, there's a lot out there.
3: I don't know why you need more than one bobblehead. You put one bobble on the desk. You can play with it when you want. I don't understand the point uh, of one more than Michael, one bobblehead. I'm not
2: Michael Scott. I don't put them on my desk. Oh, Okay. I put them out behind me. How what? often
3: do you play with them? My How often heads?
2: do you play with your bobbleheads? They they are little statues. Do they that bring sit you on a shelf?
3: Do
4: they bring you joy, Josh?
2: Yeah, yeah, they bring me joy.
4: <laughs> the bring... the uh, the only one I still have on my shelf now that's a current Oriole is Dylan Bundy. Uh, I got I got a lot of Manny Machados. Wait, you don't to get rid you of. don't have
2: a Trey Mancini or a Crush Davis. You don't Wait. have a crush, Davis, with a little puppy? Well, uh, happy, no. b- happy birthday, because I got a Trey Mancini and a Crush Davis here for you.
3: Josh, how many of your bobbleheads are making the trip to Florida with you?
2: All of them, except I had duplicates, so the duplicates are not. So that's why Bert is now the proud owner of a Trey Mancini and a Crush Davis and Samson
3: bobblehead. <laughs> They're going into Bert, the... Bert, you just got three new bobbleheads. What are you going to do that's, next? That's two. Gonna, oh, two new bobbleheads.
4: I'm going to take down the Adam Jones and Manny Machado ones that I have.
2: And I, and you'll get your black Brian Roberts back.
4: Yeah, so that's technically good. my brother. Is that going to give that back to him?
2: Uh, he'll never know.
4: He probably won't. He'll be like, oh, I forgot I gave I
2: this 50-50, <laughs> I could have taken it with me to Florida.
4: Oh, no, I, I, I would
2: have noticed. I would have said something. I thought of that. just... Seeing when you would notice, but I didn't want to have it in a box somewhere and have to dig through and mail it back to you.
4: Yeah, I need that black Brian Roberts. That's a, that's a hot item.
3: No, I want you to make the trade, Bert. Give the black Brian Roberts bobblehead for my uh, Koji Ohara jersey.
4: I still have that. Jersey. I'll give that back to you, too. Oh, you have that? Okay.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Hey, did you guys see on Saturday
2: that the Orioles now are serving Pepsi and not Coke at Camden Yards?
4: No, I didn't see I, it until I saw it on Twitter.
2: I got confused because I went and ordered a Coke, and she said, would you like a Pepsi? And I got confused and assumed, I guess I always get Pepsi at, at Camden Yards. <laughs> and then I, I just went back to my seat, and then I saw a press release today about the Orioles switching this, and I was reminded that they used to have gigantic Coca-Cola billboards at the stadium. Yeah, And I guess they're not there this year.
3: Well, that's, they've gone too far now. Yeah, I didn't notice. I can't uh,
4: tell you the last time I had a soft drink at a baseball. I drink. know,
3: <laughs> I know, but I do. In in yeah. two in in two thousand one, I was in Toronto, and I took the Pepsi challenge. You guys ever do that? Take yeah, the Pepsi yeah, Pepsi challenge? versus Coke. Pepsi versus nah. Coke. They yeah. were like lined Coke, up on the streets. Yeah,
2: Coke's always better.
3: And you and I walked up, and I was always a Coke man. You see, yeah. I'm a Coke man. Right. I was always a Coke man, <laughs> and I, I walked up there, and you know they 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 don't tell you which one's which. And I said Pepsi was the best one. I think it's rigged.
2: I think it's rigged, too. They're yeah. putting, like, uh, uh, eye drops in the in the Coca-Cola. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Because I thought the Pepsi was better. Don't it, you
2: remember when they used to do it with the with the clear Pepsi and the, do the Pepsi challenge with the clear drinks?
3: No, I don't remember that.
2: Oh, I remember those.
4: I remember crystal clear Pepsi.
2: Yeah. They used to hand that stuff out for free all over the place. We should
3: do that. We should go on the street of Baltimore and do the podcast challenge and, like, put in people's earbuds – a minute of bird's eye view and a minute of section three three six and see what people like better.
2: <laughs> They'll probably
4: be like, uh, I can die right. now. <laughs> right. And, 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 and
2: right, and a minute of Bruce Cunningham. Throw yeah. 1057 in their mix.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Just an okay. idea. Um hey guys, um, check this out. This I'm sure you guys heard all, about all this, but this just it, like like I, I know the Orioles are bad, but sometimes like the stats blow me away. On how bad they are. Yeah. The Orioles gave up in May. This was a big deal when it happened. I know it's not it's like May sixth now. Um but on at the end of April yep. um the Orioles gave up the a record for amount of home runs. Seventy three home runs.
2: Oh, it's that that juice ball with the uh with the seams wound tighter, or whatever they say.
3: Yeah, that that that's a record. Do you know what the previous record was? How many home runs in a month? Fifty something. Yeah, it was fifty. All right. Whoa. So we we beat we the we record. We obliterated that one <laughs> by twenty three home runs. Wow. Uh, quiz question: Which Oriole pitcher has given up the most dongs? Bill and Bundy. Yep. Tide, you know who else has given up? He's given uh, up nine dongs.
2: Someone in the bullpen, because our bullpen really sucks.
3: Has given up nine dongs. No, these are all starters because they pitch more.
2: Nine dongs.
3: Um, Alex Cobb. Yep, Alex Cobb yeah. with nine dongs. Even though he's only
4: pitched like three times, right?
3: Yeah, then David Hess. <laughs> it's true. Then David Hess, eight dongs. Straley, <laughs> seven <laughs> dongs. Up eight dongs. Kashner, five dongs, looking pretty good. Um, and then you get to like some of these, like I, you even forget about – uh. Um, these guys who like Mike Wright, right? Five dongs. I feel like he pitched like five times.
2: I don't think he even pitched five times.
3: Well, he gave up five dongs, and Miguel Castro only three dongs. I felt like how he about, had like th- gave up like ten dongs. How about John Means? He's given up four dongs. Four.
2: That's not. Mm, that's a starter. And that's least, a, that's our that's best numbers. A,
3: Here you go, Josh Rogers giving up three dongs. Josh Rogers. I think that <laughs> I think the only is that one pitches. game. Yeah, he's I think a he had one game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh. My. Uh. And and here's another one. Uh. Our boy Dick Blyer. He gave up two dongs. Right? Yeah, he, hurt? he I forgot he even pitched this season. Dick Blyer. He gave up two dongs. dongs. <laughs> I forgot he he pitched this year. Has
2: anyone on the Orioles not given up a dong? Um, that's a good question. Maybe I mean besides like when Chris Davis pitches. Well maybe, no, Chris Davis gave one up to Jonathan Scope. Wasn't like
3: Jeffrey Ramirez just caught up. I was gonna Lanzar say Alberto hasn't given one up, I don't think. Brandon Klein <laughs> just got here, he's given up two dongs. But it's crazy. It's crazy, crazy, crazy. crazy. Yep. Alright, but anyway, I just thought like it's not just that we're giving up dongs. Pedro Rojo, he's giving up a dong. It's not even that we're giving up. <laughs> I forget that these Matt Witherspoon. Who is this guy? He's giving up a dong. That's another like one, one guy. Yeah, and there, yeah, there uh, we go. Chris Davis, Chris one, Davis, one dong, giving up a dong. So uh,
2: wait, does your chart show Hans Roberto gave up gave a, a, dong. a dong? Your chart is showing twenty-five or different pitchers have given up dongs.
3: Yeah, I think five of them are advertisements. <laughs> All right. All oh, right. hold up! Here's a picture with no dongs. Evan Phillips, MB, Orioles MVP. Evan <laughs> Phillips, and Nate no dong. Nick Carnes. I think the key is to be demoted or right. hurt. guys
2: who have barely been up here.
3: Or hurt. Yeah, Jeffrey Ramirez, who just got caught up. Zero that's dongs. Funny. Here's another guy with zero dongs you guys forgot to mention. Who? Jesus <laughs> Sucre. Sucre, I'm sorry. He's our only position. Um, We've had three position Jesus. players
2: this year. Only one of them has not given up a dong. Yeah,
3: and he's the guy that got sent to AAA. How <laughs> fair is that? <laughs> oh, what are you right. doing? The well, only hey, maybe they position him player
2: to, didn't give up a dong. If they're smart, they send him to AAA to turn into a pitcher.
3: Yeah, that's true. Word, that's uh, just crazy to me. But hopefully, I mean, we saw Dylan Bundy uh, when he's when he, we started. He gave up no dongs. Yep. In fact, he gave up no runs. Uh, so that was a good sign. Hopefully, um, May we see less dongs in May.
2: Well, and that's what we can hope. for. And isn't that the whole thing? Where with this team and new leadership, new coaching, new analytics, like that's what we're looking for is improvements. Like we know that when the season started, we're crap. Yep. It's like we got to look for those little things. I keep talking about treating this as the entire season is spring training. And and we don't care about wins and losses. It, we care about seeing people individually improve.
3: Yeah, I mean, David Hess giving up dongs is not a news story. Um, Dylan Bundy giving up dongs maybe is a little bit, but just picking up where he left off next year, last year. I mean, he gave a lot of dongs last year. Um, the, the fact that these bullpen arms you never heard of are giving up dongs right. surprises no one. I think the number is a little bit surprising how many dongs, but the fact that we're giving up the most dongs in baseball surprises no one.
2: Yep. Yep. Orioles have always liked dongs.
3: Yeah. Uh, but again, a couple of bright spots. I do like,
2: I like that in the show notes, you have bright spot, uh, Dylan Bundy. I feel like that's a new segment that we're going to have to have throughout this entire rebuild yeah. is the bright spot of the week.
3: It's singular bright right. spot,
2: the bright spot. You can only pick one and yeah. someone each week becomes the bright spot.
3: Okay, I, I mean. So
2: this week it's still in Bundy.
3: Yeah, and I and I when we started the show, I talked about the Orioles minors and and how that's I think a huge bright stop bright spot what the Orioles Minors pitchers yes. are doing. Um, but you're right in the at the major league squad.
2: It's still in Bundy, and the truth is there's other bright spots like Jonathan
3: Villar today. Yeah, and we're and we're watching John Means today have a pretty good have a pretty good game. Yep. Um, or an, another pretty good start. So I think you can find things to be.
2: Yeah, there's bright spots. Just don't look at the win loss total.
3: Hey, the art, and I know we're kind of pushing up against time here, but someone wrote an article about um, the Orioles should move um, to Vegas.
2: We've already covered it.
3: Extend, yeah. extend Trey Mancini at this point. Yeah, I think it's a. Really... And I wrote an article
2: that it's time to trade Trey Mancini. Uh, did you? Yeah,
3: I think it's a really interesting uh, discussion. Where Trey Mancini fits in in the rebuilding? So you're like pro trade Trey I'm, Mancini,
2: yeah, because I don't, I cannot watch Trey Mancini, and I look at the future and I say, we've got Ryan Mountcastle coming up for first base, so Trey's not your first baseman. Uh we've got a whole bunch of outfielders. We all know Trey is not the best defensive outfielder, so I'm assuming that th- these outfielders coming up are going to be better than him. And I really don't want to extend this guy and say you're the leader of the team. You're going to be a really good job holding down that DH slot. I don't want I don't want Trey Mancini to be David Ortiz, especially at a young age. And I but think, by
3: the time all these young players are ready, he will no longer be at the young age. Right? right, he'll be getting to his thirties. Yes, when maybe he can make that transition to DH. maybe,
2: maybe. But I also think that Trey Mancini. I would not extend him this year because last year he didn't have a great year. This year he's having a his best year of his career. You don't want to, you, you don't want to extend him when he's having his best year. You want to find it's a middle ground. Let's,
4: let's not get ahead of ourselves. He's having no. a great month. Right, right. Exactly. So it's still a long season. He could turn it right back. Down and to I'd rather like last year,
2: I'd rather take advantage of Trey Mancini as he is now and trade him for a really good pitching prospect of the future. Like, like so many people have screwed the Orioles with in the past where we traded for, Who's that outfielder we traded for? Who was like the best outfielder in the National League and then he sucked when he came to Baltimore? Uh, was Gerardo,
3: that? Parra. Gerardo Parra. Oh, Gerardo Parra. And Travis Snyder, lunchbox yeah. before and that. And we
2: traded yeah. Travis Snyder the year before. Like, we, the Orioles have excelled at trading uh, future starting rotation guys for for mediocre outfielders. And I feel like it's time we get, go ahead and do that as well with, trade-in are Trey Mancini.
3: Okay, I don't think Trey Mancini is, is, me, is mediocre, but you can say that all you want, that, that he's mediocre. I think friend of the show, Trey Mancini I think, is mediocre. I think, when Josh you compare,
2: I think when you compare last year and this yeah. year, this year's great, last year's okay. You, but you the year before, on...
3: he was really good, too. Like, I think last year was the anomaly. I think last year you was the down year. year? Okay. I think this year is more what Trey Mancini I is. I hope so.
2: I hope so. I just don't know if you want to set... Do you want to secure him as your DH? I mean... Here's, like here's, is the DH is the DH that type of role gonna, in Baltimore where we're going to have one guy who's always the DH. I don't know. I was al- I always liked Bucks way of using it with a re- a rest spot. Yeah. I like that rather than a per- permanent DH. I feel like
3: Yeah, I I agree it's been yeah. nice with Mark Trumbo hurt that we've been yes. flexible with our DH Right. Spot.
2: So I feel like yeah. I don't know if I want to be in that situation with Trey of here pay you a bunch of money. To just hit for us, yeah, I, I tend and occasionally play right field.
3: I tend to agree with you, and if we're still three or four years away, by that time Trey Mancini will be in his you know thir- thir- thirty-one, thirty-two, so starting on the downside of his career. So what? So what are we doing here? On the other hand, part of me feels like you're going to trade Trey Mancini in the hopes that you get a player back who can hit as good as Trey Mancini, but probably can't. Right. Sure. sure. Like at some point, you need to. Like find the guy a, and keep him. Like you're you're not gonna all of a sudden find at the same time have 25 guys come up on your Maysley roster ready to play. Right, and that's the interesting
2: part of this. At rebuild. some point, you're
3: gonna have to sign free agents. At some point, like you're gonna have to do yeah. different their things to fill this roster. Right,
2: that's the interesting, interesting part of this discussion is is when do you say okay, you're you're the future.
3: Right, and if you wait on Trey Mancini, not. If if I was Orioles, I wouldn't extend and I wouldn't trade. I would kind of wait. Yes. Um. Now, if we get to the trade deadline and someone's like, "Here's two top 100 prospects," they're all saying, right. Oh, all right. Well, we can talk. Yeah, you're um, always listening. Uh, um. But if someone, but uh, I don't know what trade minis va- value here is, but it's not like a gots to go situation like a Zach Britton or a, even a uh, Kevin Gossman when you were just trying to kind of move away from him. He's still under contract for three more years. There's not. Right. An immediate need. The Orioles um, really like him, him
2: as the face of the organization right now.
3: He's he's great in the locker room. Everyone loves him, of course. Great in the community. Can I say the Orioles don't give a crap about locker room guys? Um, no, I they don't. Not I was like listening. I was listening to the CC R two C two the CC Sabathia podcast. Oh, with Adam Jones. And Adam Jones week? was on there. I don't know if you guys heard that. And Adam Jones said repeatedly he thought he was going to be in Baltimore for life. Well, yeah,
2: that's why he bought Ripken's house.
3: Yeah. And then he was – and then went in the offseason. He was like, all right, or Orioles don't want me. And then he saw Andrew McCutcheon sign for a bunch of money. And A.J. Pop, 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 Pollock signed for a bunch of money. And he thought, okay, okay, I'm going to get mine. And he never got his. And he never got his he, – he, he never got a great deal. Right. But everyone in Baltimore said, oh, no, we can't sign Adam Jones. We can't sign Adam Jones.
2: Because he's not part of the future. Because
3: he, he's gonna take a spot in center field for one of our young players. Right. Anyone check lately who's playing center field for the Orioles? Freaking Stevie Wilkerson is our center fielder. <laughs> Freaking Joey Rickard is Joey Rickard and, and and Stevie Wilkerson are taking turns playing center field. So don't give me this crap that Adam Jones will be taking a spot from a young prospect in center field. Because right now we're watching Stevie Wilkerson and Joey Rickard hold down the center spot. And Adam Jones, by the way, is off to a great yeah. start.
2: If you, all the former Orioles, are, Scope is hitting a ball. The, Scope's crushing the ball. Manny's crushing the ball. Christian Walker, Christian Walker's <laughs> crushing the ball. Uh, uh, and Jones, Jones is playing. Caleb
3: Joseph just pitched an inning.
2: Jones is not like when you watch Jones play in Arizona. Now he is not on the downside of his career. He's no. doing perfectly fine um, out in Arizona.
3: Adam Jones says he wants to play. You know, three or four more years. Sure. Yeah.
2: Give him the money. I hope he gets to the World Series since the Orioles couldn't help him.
3: Yeah, I, I do too. I am I, I am the biggest, for how the Orioles treated him and for how much he loved Baltimore, I am the biggest Adam Dude, Jones fans on the planet. Did
2: you tear up a little bit this week when Adam Jones pied Caleb Joseph that after was, a game? Yeah, that was, that, a little, was, that was sad. It was
3: like, someone do a jersey swap quick. Like, can someone do, right. you know how you can do on internet. It's yeah. a thing called Photoshop, where you can Photoshop different jerseys on different players. Right.
2: The color was off on of my TV a little bit. Yeah. I, I couldn't adjust it.
3: Yeah, put, that, put the Orioles uniform on them. And so I can pretend like things are happy again. But, yeah, it's good to see Adam Jones yep. playing well. All right. Anything else we need to get to? I, I want to make a couple notes about Chance Cisco's playing. He he hit last week. His batting average was 545. He hit five home runs. That man. When we, <laughs> Where, where's he at now? He's AAA. When we talked about him uh, last, just last week, I said Chance Cisco was batting over two, un, under 200. Chance Cisco was batting under 200 last week. He's now batting 293. He has an OBP of 381. The question right. is when to call up Cisco. And you know what? If you said like uh, – you know what a lot of people say? Because I say, hey, we, they should call up Chance Cisco. Right. I thought they should call him up after spring training. Right. A lot of people say his defense isn't ready. Defense isn't ready. What is this nonsense?
2: Have you noticed that our he defense was, sucks this year? We've he, had, I've never seen so many errors at the Orioles uh, Well, secured. here's what I don't
3: understand about Chance Cisco. He was drafted as a catcher, right? He's not a converted catcher. Right. He right. was drafted as a catcher. And he's been in the minor league system now. It feels like a long time. I don't know. How to,
2: yeah, if your defense sucks that bad, get out of from behind the plate.
3: Yeah, two he, years in the minors, three years. No, 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 no. He 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 was yeah he long. He was longer than that. Um, we're talking. He was drafted in um 2013.
2: Okay, so right, six so, years.
3: If you yeah. can't fix his defense yeah, yeah, yeah. in six years, trade him. Maybe him, maybe it's that. Maybe the defense catcher is just not going to work out. Right. Like You're what right. could, you, and it's not like he didn't play it in college. It's not like Michael Gibbons learned a new, a new position. He was drafted as a catcher. Six years in the system, and you still got to worry about defense. It's not going to happen if it hasn't happened already with the defense. Um, also, though, um, he is a trade candidate because sure. the Orioles have a better catcher. Um,
2: Who's the better catcher?
3: A guy named Adley Rushman. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. They don't have him yet. <laughs> they don't have him yet. They will soon soon have a new the, guy. The first week of June, they will have a new catcher, um, Adley Rushman. And so I think it'd be interesting, like, what do they do with Chancisco if Adley Rushman is on the fast track to the majors? Um, but there's a lot of guys, not Were, pitchers. All the pitchers at AAA suck.
2: Right. Were you surprised to see Santander come up for the doubleheader and then hit a home run and be sent down right away?
3: Yeah, well, I was going to say there's a lot of, like, Triple A hitters who are playing well. Ryan Matt is playing really well. Um, you mentioned Anthony Santander is playing really well. DJ Stewart as of late. DJ Stewart OBP of three nine three. He's playing really well. Um, so there's a lot of guys. I mean, Mount Castle three eight one with five home runs. Um, that boy's got an OPS of nine zero three. Um, so plenty of guys to bring up. Yeah, there's a lot of good offensive young players. So I'm curious, is who's the next guy going to be between... Um, I like I know the next guy's going to be some bum pitcher, but between like the real prospects, who's going to be the next guy up? Is it going to be Francisco Is it going to be DJ Stewart? Is it going to be Santander? Is it going to be Ryan Mountcastle? What's, what's going on with Austin Hayes now? Is he hurt again? He's now, for the first time, like taking bat in practice okay so he's, right. th- he's, so he's not he got injured yet. at the end of spring training right and still hasn't made it back yet but he's close to being back um and that'd be another guy to watch very closely i don't think ryan Mountcastle will be brought up this year but if, if i was a betting man i would say and ever since i saw austin wins throw the ball to second base oh he, when he, no one was there i don't know why he wasn't <laughs> with with two outs when, when and the, the throw the was team, the first
2: the rest of the team's walking off the field yeah yeah he should have been cut Instantly, yeah. He should that, have been pulled from the game and then sent down to the minors.
3: I, I know. Now I, I feel like now I can't even judge Austin wins because I'm biased and I just think of that one player all the time. Yep. And so I feel like I can't even judge him anymore. That's fine. Andrew um, Kashner
2: feels the same way about him. But
3: yeah. But give me a chance, Cisco. Yeah. That Andrew Kashner, poor guy. He was looking at defense, yep, ter- uh, being terrible left and right. All right. That's a fast hour, boys and girls. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I think we're a little under an hour, but
3: yeah. Uh, I think we're right at an hour.
2: All right, fine. Whatever you say.
3: Especially by the time I wrap this thing up.
2: Right, if I have to play the Bad Bird song three
3: times. How short are we of an hour? Let's talk about this. I don't know. No, uh, we appreciate you guys listening. Make sure you get your Day at the Bay tickets. We'll tweet that out for you, and we'll uh, put that on our Facebook page. go to Section 36. Ten bucks. You got no reason not to go. Father's Day, ten bucks. Box seats. It's going to be a good time uh, so get those tickets keep keep
2: telling people about the show T- explain to people that even though the Orioles suck like we're, we're putting trying to put a positive spin on it and, and giving you a kind of notes and guys to watch in the minors
3: yeah do the section 36 challenge five minutes of seven. Uh, uh particularly I would I would if I were you I would choose the morning talk guys and easy to compete yeah yeah put Ed Norris on there for five minutes and then put us on there for five minutes and, and then see what they choose and then
2: you can compare us to any other Baltimore sports podcast. Yeah, we'll take that challenge.
3: We, we accept the challenge.
2: Um, we will also accept any type of anchorman-style fight out in the parking lot.
3: Yeah, we're always. I'm always down for a good brawl. Make sure you write us a review on iTunes and spread the word. You can follow us on Twitter at Section Three Three Six Show. You can follow me on Twitter at Section Three Three Six. You can follow Josh on Twitter at Josh Roca. And you can follow Bert on Twitter at Bert Brody. Thanks for listening, boys and girls. And as always, go Golden Birds. Thank you for listening to the Section Three Three Six podcast. Please go to iTunes and Facebook for all complaints or the occasional compliment. If I were you, I would not take any baseball advice from these guys. Josh and Matt were raised by an Orioles obsessed father, and uh, Bert—well, Bert fell in love with Don Mattingly. He has a thing for mustaches.
0: This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore.